0: happy holidays and welcome to this very special edition of the equestrian author spotlight podcast i'm carly cade and i know that this year has been one heck of a whirlwind so we're doing something special with this episode i teamed up with a whole herd of equestrian authors to bring you some virtual holiday cheer we are going to be sharing with you some of our favorite horsey holiday memories and hopefully some great Christmas gift recommendations because horse books make great gifts. This episode was sponsored by the authors of the Horses, Hearts and Havoc box set. We have a very special Horse Books Make Great Gifts giveaway for you. Watch the videos and make sure you take notes because we have a little pop quiz that you can take to be entered into our giveaway. Horses, Hearts and Havoc collection is a box set of seven equestrian novels, full length from seven different equestrian authors. So there's a plethora of reading for you, whether you like mystery, suspense, or romance, or all of the above. So the giveaway sponsored by Horses, Hearts, and Havoc includes eight full-length paperbacks, a beautiful horsey pillow to lean on while reading, a snuggly blanket to wrap yourself up with while immersed in the story, the Holiday Tin Collection from Grey Horse Candle Company. And I'll tell you, these candles smell amazing. My favorite so far is Carriage Ride a mug for sipping your favorite hot beverages, hot chocolate and tea included, a door hanger for keeping interruptions at bay, a canvas to a bag to carry all your goodies in, a padfolio for making notes, and a set of really fun equestrian magnets. So this is a giveaway you don't want to miss. Make sure you pop over to take our horsey holiday quiz. At the end, the link is in the show notes. And happy, happy holidays. We hope that this podcast, the special edition podcast, brings you some holiday cheer. Thank you to all my author friends who came on board to share their merry memories.
1: Hi, I'm Susan Friedland, author of Horses Adored and Men Endured and Strands of Hope, How to Grieve the Loss of a Horse. And this is my horse Knight. He's really excited to be on camera. One of my favorite holiday horsey memories was when I was a kid and we always had a real Christmas tree After the holiday was over, instead of taking it to the curb, we would load it up into the car and take it on over to the barn. And it would become a jump. And my friends and I would have a chance to go jump around over a bunch of Christmas trees and we could pretend that we were jumping hedges in Ireland, which we clearly weren't. Anyway, remember this holiday season that horse books make great gifts.
2: Tally ho! Hello, I'm Patrick Smithick, author of the trilogy of memoirs Racing My Father, Flying Change and Racing Time. My favorite holiday memory, horsey holiday memory occurred right here on the farm. I'm sitting now, my writing room is in the refurbished milking parlor of the barn. I was in the fourth grade, a blizzard hit, the snow started falling, it didn't stop for two days. Electricity was off, all the roads were closed and we had the time of our lives. The only way you could get around was to hop on our ponies. Mom and Papa would get on their horses and we'd gallop through the snow and visit neighbors all around the countryside. One day mom got out our old toboggan, hooked up some tack, and next thing we knew she was on this great big dark bay called Roman Market and we were on the toboggan behind her and she was galloping through the snow. I had five or six friends over. She would go around a sharp turn out in a big field and we'd all fall off and she'd come back and pick us up and it was the most fun we'd ever had we'd get back and then mom would make a cinnamon toast and hot tea by the fire pop would have made a big fire the next morning I remember distinctly the next morning pop got me up at 5:30. we fed and hayed the horses and he said I need some help on this one he's a bit tough so we got on this chestnut and we rode out about a mile away to where there was a long, long gallop up a steep hill. And Pop said, I'm gonna let him go, bud. I'm gonna let him go. And we started galloping. I would never been so fast in my life, it seemed. And the snow coming up, catching the red rays of the sun. And I was just holding on like this for my dear life. And It was just a wonderful feeling. Flash forward 20 years, my wife, Ansley, and I and our three children are snowed in here at the farm where I now live. What did I do? I searched all through the barn, found the old toboggan. I went out and got our poor pony, a medium-sized pony, Nappy, tough as nails. I got him and hooked him up to the toboggan, and then I was practicing. I hopped on him bareback, and with no one on the toboggan, I went out in the field, everyone was watching, and the pony took off with me, and he was galloping around the field, and I couldn't control him. Finally, I came back, calmed him down, threw my three kids and a few others on the toboggan and we took off all through the countryside having the time of our lives. Back I had a big fire, cinnamon toast, and tea. So those were some of the best times I ever had as a horsey holidays. Don't forget horse books make great gifts. Here are my three. You could give them a try. Happy holidays. I'm awaiting my first gallop in the snow.
3: Hi friends, I'm Sue Archer, I'm an equine author and I'm here today to wish you a very happy holiday and to tell you about one of my favorite horse-related holiday memories. So this memory happened when I was 12 years old and it actually happened in the week between Christmas and New Year's and I remember but it was so very cold that winter and we were kind of tired of being penned up and everything. And my dad came to me one day that week and said that he needed to go to Glendive to pick up a bull and would I come along and help him get this bull. And that was kind of odd because you don't usually pick up bulls in the winter, but also because he'd asked me instead of my older brother who usually got to go on these treks. So I was really excited about getting to go to Glendive Climbed into the pickup between my dad and our ranch hand, and we all kind of rattled off to Glendive and with a horse trailer behind us for this bull. And when I say rattled, I really mean rattled. It was an 80-mile drive, and it was gravel-rutted, snow-packed, icky roads. So it took about an hour and a half. And in this hour and a half, I had worked myself up into this big state of anxiety about my, what my role would be in getting this bull. So <laughs> I, I, I was really nervous about it. My, my dad pulled up at this indoor arena and we all climbed out, went inside and I'm looking around pretty nervously for this bull. I didn't see a bull. What I did see was the most beautiful dark bay gelding and he was saddled up and he was tied to the arena fence. And my dad, you know, there was like nobody around But my dad walked up to this horse and got on him you know what are you doing there's somebody owns this horse and that's when i noticed that there was a barrel racing pattern set up and my dad walked this horse around a little bit and then aimed him at that first barrel and this horse he took off like a rocket and he dug his hind end in on the first barrel and he tore around the first barrel and headed for the second one my dad was reaching for the saddle horn and there were a few expletives coming off and and pulled him to a stop and, and he looked at me and he said you want to try him yeah i want to try him so i got on this horse and we did a pattern or two and he just. Uh, he he was amazing. My dad said, "You want him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got my very first really fabulous barrel horse. And his name was TJ. I'm tearing up because he was so special. So I hope you all have a happy holiday through this weird Covid year. Stay healthy, stay well. And don't forget, horse books make the best gifts. Happy holiday!
4: Hello, my name is Peter Lee. I am author of Spectacular Bid, The Last Super Horse of the 20th Century. It's published by the University Press of Kentucky and is available on their website and at amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. Also, it's your local bookstore. You can either order it if it's not there already What I wanted to talk to you today about was my favorite horse book when I was growing up. As you can see in front of me, I couldn't pick one, but I can pick one author, and these are all books by the same author. And that is, of course, the great author Walter Farley. If you haven't heard of Walter Farley, he is the author of The Black Stallion, of which the movie The Black Stallion came from and uh, he put out a whole series of books on The Black Stallion. They're all wonderful books, and I just fell in love with them when I was growing up. Um, I was about nine years old, around 1978. It Shows my age a little bit, but uh, I started reading them about then, and uh, started, of course, with The Black Stallion, and there are just tons of these books, and you, you can just keep reading them. The Black Stallion Returns, um, the Black Stallion's Philly, Black Minx was her name. I also learned about the Great Man of War through um, a fictionalized biography that Walter Farley wrote called Man of War. These books were a big part of my life growing up, and uh, it was around 1977, 1978, when, of course, Seattle Slough won the Triple Crown, affirmed in Ali Dar, fought for the Triple Crown in 1978. And then uh, in 1979, my favorite horse, spectacular bid won the 1979 Kentucky Derby, won the 1979 Preakness, and would have won the Triple Crown if he had not stepped on a safety pin the morning of the Belmont Stakes, he finished third. That broke my heart, but it stayed with me. My love of horse racing grew from these books, and I watched the Kentucky Derby every year. And I can really trace it all back to Walter Farley what, what he did uh, for me with these books. Uh, if you're a parent and you have a child, I recommend them highly. So I wish you all happy holidays this year and remember, horse books make great gifts.
5: Hi there, my name is Brittany Joy and I am the author of the young adult equestrian fiction series, Red Rock Ranch and the young adult fantasy series, the overruled series, and I'm coming to you from my office. So this is where I do most of my writing, generally from that recliner back there, and I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. This is my favorite, favorite time of the year, and I hope that even though this year has been very hard, that you are able to spend lots of time with uh, family and friends and all your furry friends. And I'm excited to be a part of this video campaign to show you that horse books make great gifts. And I hope you get lots of ideas for uh, gifts for your mother and sister and best friend and daughters and nieces and somebody from the boarding stable um, from these videos. I was gonna show you one of my favorite horsey Christmas decorations. I have a fascination with snow globes. So my husband gets me a snow globe every year for Christmas and I've also gotten snow globes from some of my best friends and we have a fireplace and the mantle is just Full of snow globes around Christmas time and so this is one of my favorite horsey decorations it's actually a briar snow globe isn't that so cute it's mom and baby and it plays away in the manger isn't that so cute this is my favorite Christmas decoration so this will be on my fireplace mantle and remember that horse books make great gifts my series is Red Rock Ranch. This is the first book, Lucy's Chance. I'll show you the second book too, Showdown. I just read you the first line here from Lucy's Chance um, to describe it, but 16 year old Lucy Rose is spending her first summer away from home and she has two things on her mind, an abandoned violent horse and a blue-eyed cowboy. Only neither is hers. This is uh, a sweet, clean, series. It's perfect for your pre-teen plus. I have all ranges of people in ages that, that love to read this. It's also very nostalgic for a lot of adults who like to read this series and they say that it takes them back to their teenage years. So I um, hope you check it out and maybe get a gift for somebody. So I hope you guys have a blessed and happy holiday season. Merry Christmas and ta-ta.
6: Hi, my name is Jennifer Kelly. I'm the author of Sir Barton and the Making of the Triple Crown. And today I want to talk about my favorite horse book from my childhood. When I was in fifth grade, I had a teacher, Miss Scott, who For some reason, I'm not 100% sure, because obviously it's been about 30 years, but she read The Black Stallion to my class, and I have been a voracious reader since I was a child, and so once I listened to most of (laughs) The Black Stallion, I became just enamored of the series and wanted to read more, and so I remember renting the movie as many times as my mom would allow me, which basically in the the late 1980s meant that I had to, you know, bug my mom into driving me to the video store to rent the VHS version of the movie. And then I would, whenever we were out and about near a bookstore, I would beg my mom to let me use my allowance to buy horse books. That love of the story of the Black Stallion and the way that the movie was filmed the way that the book told the story of Alec and Henry and you know the horse and running in races just really caught my attention and made me want to learn more about horse racing and so i remember going to walden books as a kid and just combing through the racks and making lists of all the black stallion books and Each time I bought one with my very limited amount of allowance, I was so excited because that was another story that I got to be absorbed in. Growing up where I did, outside of Birmingham, Alabama, I didn't really have access to horses, and so it was these books that gave me an end to that world. So that when I did see the races on television, I knew what was going on, I knew what the horses themselves were like, and I knew what the people who worked with them did from day to day, and it was all thanks to Walter Farley. And Walter Farley also ironically introduced me to Man o War, because I read Uh, Farley's fictional book about me in a war and then from there I had you know librarians and teachers who would you know offer me other books about horses like black gold and you know old bones and it's just books were the thing that connected me to horses from the very beginning and so you know a few years ago when i got the opportunity to write sir martin in the making of the triple crown it was another way to remain connected to the horses as i continue to live in a place where i don't get to be hands-on with them but i do get to talk about them and think about them and love on them from afar so I'm very, very excited to be sharing more horror stories with people outside of what Walter Farley himself did. So, as we enter this holiday season for 2020, I hope you will remember that horse books make the best gifts. Happy holidays! Hello,
7: I am Raquel from Horses and Heels and Stable Style. I am the author of stable-style barn inspiration for all equestrians. It is a coffee table-style book filled with beautiful photos of horse barns all around the world. Horse books are really special to me. They have always stuck with me as a child. I remember when I was a little girl, one of my favorite holiday books was called uh, The Thanksgiving Treasure, and my mom had bought me this book Shortly after Pirate, my pinto pony had come home. I was nine years old at the time. The book was about a pinto pony and his new owner. So my mom thought that was, you know, the perfect horse book for me for the holidays. And we ended up making Pirate's show name be Pirate's Painted Treasure. It just became a thing in my family that every year we would reference Pirate as the Thanksgiving treasure just like in the book and that was a really special part of my childhood and you know Pirate if you knew me growing up he was my show pony from nine until in my twenties and he was an amazing pony. Him and I grew together as a team so that was really special and I just think you know my memories of my childhood pony and that book were just so closely tied together. So it's something I'll always remember. So I just want to encourage you, if you're thinking about gifting this holiday season for one of your favorite equestrians, consider getting them a horse book because horse books make great gifts.
8: Hello everyone. Holiday greetings from Kentucky. My name is Milt Toby, I'm an author, My most recent book is Taking Shergar, a true story about Thoroughbred Racing's most famous cold case. Horses and holidays always are a wonderful mix. They create memories that last forever. My favorite holiday memory involving horses began on January the 2nd, 1975. I was working for the Blood Horse magazine at the time I was a photographer and a staff writer in the editorial department. I got a call early in the morning to drive out to Faraway Farm, just outside of Lexington, Kentucky, to take a photograph of a brand new foal. This was not an uncommon assignment for me. The magazine ran photographs of new foals with some regularity every year. This one turned out to be something very special, however. The foal, out of a mare named Mycard, was sired by Secretariat. It was Secretariat's first thoroughbred foal. The filly had been born the day before, on New Year's Day, 1975. She was an early foal, she was due much later in January, and by an odd coincidence, January 1st also was the day that her her dam was foaled. She was a beautiful filly, chestnut, star, just like her father nestled in the straw in her stall. I needed to use a flash because the light was bad and I was terrified that I would frighten her and that she would spook and get hurt. The farm manager assured me it was okay and things turned out just fine. What made this even more special was that it was my first cover photograph for the Blood Horse magazine. It appeared on the front of the January 6, 1975 issue. It would turn out to be one of more than 125 cover photographs I would shoot for the Blood Horse, but always in my heart, it's been the most important one. The holiday season is special this year for a lot of reasons, some pleasant, some not so much. We're all confined in our homes, most of us anyway, for most of the time. So keep in mind as you are planning your own activities and as you're planning gifts for everyone else, uh, remember that books make a wonderful gift for your horse friends people who are involved in the industry people who just love horses this is an opportunity to read probably more than we usually do it's an opportunity to find new authors it's an opportunity to find new books and it's an opportunity to make your own memories make your own special memories of the holidays and of horses so happy holidays
9: everyone. My name is Michelle Holland. I live in Brighton in the UK and as you can see today I am Santa's little helper. Right, my favourite horse holiday memory has got to be five days away in Andalusia with my best friend Ham, who also stars in one of my books. We had so much fun, and my dream of riding along a golden sandy beach, a dream that I'd had since childhood, eventually came true. We galloped along the sandy beach with the sea, all around us. It was absolutely magical and amazing. Do you know what? We loved it so much that six months later, we went back again. I rode the same horse along the beach and I had a grin like a Cheshire cat straight across my face that was fun and I want to do it all over again and sometimes I even dream about it as well but that's what inspired me to write book two in my series the adventures of Bella and Emily in Devon my books involve a lot of rescue a lot of fundraising to try and get the message out there They're full of adventures as well. Six in the series and 50% of all profits go to help rescue animals in need. To present, I've raised not far off 3,000 pounds and I want to continue to do more. Let's get the message out there. Rescue ponies make the most wonderful best friend. I hope you all have a fabulous Christmas and I wish you all the very best for 2021. Bye for now.
10: Hi book lovers, horse lovers, and Christmas lovers. I am MJ Evans, the author of Pinto, the award-winning historical fiction based upon the true story of the longest horseback ride in history. I want to share with you today one of my favorite Christmas memories. Almost exactly a year ago, I lost my precious thoroughbred, Kit. Kit and I had been partners in the dressage arena and on the trails in the beautiful mountains of Colorado. He was the cover boy for my three trail guide books, Riding Colorado. And I lost him. A month before that, I had published Pinto and was very excited about it. One day, just a few days before Christmas, my doorbell rang. I answered the door, and there was a big truck in my driveway, and some men were unloading a new horse for me. My husband had searched far and wide, high and low, hither and yon, looking for the perfect horse to replace Kit. When it came out of the truck, I started laughing. This is what my husband sent to me for Christmas. This is a mechanical pinto. Now the great thing about a mechanical horse is they don't produce any manure. And I don't have to keep going to the feed store to buy grain and hay. and they never buck you off, although there is a warning. Please insert additional coin. Attention, parents. Please do not leave your child unattended while riding the ride. Enjoy the ride, kids. I guess you could get backed off if you really tried. And when you're looking for a wonderful story to read, not just at Christmas time, but year-round, look for Pinto. It's available wherever books are sold, but also on my website, www.dancinghorsepress.com. Have a very Merry Christmas and make lots of horse memories.
11: Hi, this is Heather Wallace, author of Confessions of a Timid Rider and Girl Forward. My favorite holiday horsey memory is three years ago when I got my first ever horse. I waited 40 years for it have never for a timid rider it's really been amazing because i went from lessening once a week on lesson horses to working on building a relationship with my own horse and getting to ride as often as i would like so don't forget horse books make great gifts
1: hi i'm rennie Diball, author of the show strides novel series with piper clem my favorite horsey holiday memory was the winter I was 12 and my parents sent me to holiday horse camp. We each got a horse to lease for the week and we groomed them every day and took lessons and played mounted games and it was the greatest thing in the world. There was a snowy trail ride one day and the one morning that it was too cold to ride, didn't even get out of the teens. We tucked the horses into their stalls with their heaviest blankets we fed them brand mash and we all went upstairs to the barn office where we drank hot chocolate and we ate burnt popcorn, which I don't mind to this day because it comes with such a happy horsey holiday memory. This holiday season, don't forget that horse books make great gifts and may I recommend my own show strides. It's a novel series for a middle grade audience, a younger reader audience, we are finding that horse lovers of all ages are loving the books. Happy holidays.
12: Hi, my name is Shane Ledyard. I'm the author of the Horse Gone Silent trilogy. And my favorite holiday memory growing up was definitely uh, going trail riding uh, on Christmas or on Thanksgiving. I would just tack up my horse, uh, Striker, that I had as a teenager. And I would either go out with by myself or my sister or a friend and we would trail ride all around uh, the fields and the woods where I grew up. And it was just a just a great environment and so much fun and it was great getting out in the cold and going down through the creeks and you know, exploring through the woods and just always knowing that even if we're out for a couple hours getting cold, it would come home and it would be warm and you know, presents and food and family. So we'd always start our day that way. It was a lot of fun. And matter of fact, I've got a picture of Stryker here. This was a long time ago. It's like 25 years ago. So that's me and Stryker all decked out in our western lair. Uh, I even visited that spot today with my son and we were just on foot and took a walk and I was showing him in the area. Just wanted to see, you know, where we used to go and, and it was really cool. And, it was just like it was in a lot of ways. Some houses built up in the area, but that that area that we rode uh, the trails—they were all still intact. So it was really cool, and uh, makes me very excited. Kind of got me thinking about this Christmas and, and getting back on the trail more. So yes, trail ride quarter horse, uh, Christmas, uh, great great holiday great holiday memories for sure. Merry Christmas to everybody, and remember that uh, books. Uh, make great gifts thanks
5: hello my name is amy witt from california dreamin i'm the author of the award-winning poetry book cowgirl confessions my favorite horsey ornament is an ornament that my father gave to me that he received in the gift exchange and it's a little round glass ornament that has a cowboy scene in it and it's a cowboy Riding his horse through the forest, and there's even little delicate moss to act as the forest floor. Don't forget that horse books make great holiday
7: gifts.
13: Hello! I'm Angelica, author of the Clip Clop Chronicles book series, and Christmas is my most favorite time of the year, and I know I'm not alone in my love for this festive season. There are so many reasons I love this season. For instance, it means spending extra time uniting with family, friends, and my community. Baking games are really leveled up during this season, and I am here for it. The fact that it's really the only time of year that decorating with sparkles and glitter and lights is not only acceptable but embraced It's something I wish would honestly happen year-round. It may just be me, but songs sound much more special during this time of the year. Oh holy night, the stars are brightly shining. Listen, I never said I was a great singer. That doesn't make my previous statement any less true. I love that at this time I get to celebrate one very special birthday and that it's a great time to build memories. Speaking of memories, my favorite horsey holiday memory happened one Christmas Eve when some friends and I decided to go on a moonlight trail ride. It was a crisp 60 degrees, which is really pretty chilly for Floridians and there was no wind which was great for the horses horse people you know what I mean anyways the sky was clear and the moon was shining and it was perfect conditions for a little adventure ideal conditions aside I was pretty nervous about this ride not because I didn't have confidence in my own riding abilities or faith in my horse but because my peepers didn't see that well during the day So I wasn't totally confident in how well they would do during a nighttime ride. As it turned out, my horse saw very well in the dark, and the moon provided all the light we needed as we trekked through the trails, around the neighborhood, and back to the barn safely. It really was a lovely night, and it was a gift that money could never buy. Creative gift-giving really is one of my favorite parts of this holiday season. I just really love to see a person's face light up after opening a gift that I've, you know, bought them or made for them. It's just, it really is the best thing about the holiday season. That's nice. Yeah. Remember, horse books make great gifts.
14: Hi, my name is Crystal Kelly, and I am the author of the Equestrian Adventuresses series. So I have actually traveled the world uh, to about 60 countries, mostly on horseback. I've actually worked in over 20 countries with horses. And so the book series, the Equestrian Adventuresses, it is just to inspire women to travel the world on horseback, and it shares really true stories about grand adventures in exotic countries. I mean, a lot of the times in a lot of the stories, I can't even believe a lot of the stuff that these women are going through. So hopefully you will check out the Equestrian Adventuresses book series. My favorite horse movie would have to be Hidalgo, just because it's about a guy who's riding his horse long distance. It's very adventure and it's also based on a true story. And it's probably one of the few horsey movies where I would cry like a little tiny bit towards the end, but not like a whole lot. It's not like a very sad movie. It's actually like a very cool movie. That and The Man from Snowy River, of course, like two classic iconic horse films. So those are my favorites. Don't forget that horse books make great gifts.
3: Hi, I'm Susan Abel, author of the Two Ponies trilogy, Through the Mist, Into the Fire, and From the Darkness, a three-generation family saga about love, loss, courage, and forgiveness. My favorite holiday ornament is a ceramic horse head that one of my students gave me of my beautiful Palomino Quarter Horse, Texas. He's one of the main horse characters in the first book of the series, Through the Mist, which is included in the Horses, Hearts, and Havoc box set. And don't forget,
15: horse books make great gifts. Merry Christmas! Hi, I'm Carrie Lukasavitz. I'm the author of Oak Lane Stable Adventure Series, The first book is Mystery Horse at Oak Lane Stable. The second book is Gray Horse at Oak Lane Stable. And the third book I'm working on right now is Dark Horse at Oak Lane Stable. Uh, They're middle grade, young adult novels and uh, I just enjoy doing the series. They're based on my time as a show groom, riding instructor, and trainer for two hunter-jumper farms. Uh, My favorite holiday memory, horsey memory, is when I was in eighth grade. I had outgrown, sadly outgrown, my first pony, my Shetland pony, and my mother knew that it was time for me to uh, move on to a bigger pony and to let my younger sister then take over, taking care of our first pony. So uh, I was very fortunate to have him arrive, actually on my birthday, which is the day after Christmas, but I still consider it a horsey holiday gift, and I was so excited to get a second pony. Here's a picture of him. He was a Welsh pony, Welsh-Arab mix, and his name was Moby. My mom thought because he was white he should have a great white name, so she named him Moby. And he was just uh, a sweet pony. There were times when he get very strong, and he would take off with me. He ran through the neighbor's flowers one time and the neighbor actually showed flowers. And so unfortunately, some of them got a little crunch and he of course was very mad at me for not controlling Moby. So I had to of course apologize to him. Even when he was yelling at me and shaking his fist at me, telling me to control my pony when of course, when you're on a runaway horse or pony, it's very hard to stop though. But otherwise, I still loved him. He was a great pony, a great Christmas present, uh, birthday present as well. And the odd thing about him is that he hated carrots, absolutely hated carrots, would not touch them. Um, I think he would sometimes eat apple pieces, but definitely would not have carrots, but he loved banana peels. I don't know where he acquired that taste, but I was eating a banana uh, when I was taking care of him one day and he actually sort of pulled on my hand and the banana peel out of my hand so he of course then thought it was just delicious and anytime i would eat a banana around him he of course had to have the banana peel don't forget that horse books make great christmas gifts again i have mystery horse at oakland stable and gray horse at oakland stable well thank you happy holidays everyone hi i'm sasser hill
16: and when i was a kid i was completely horse crazy My father had a farm in Maryland where he had a team of Belgian workhorses that would work the land for the tobacco that he grew. I, of course, being horse crazy, wanted a pony more than anything in the whole world. It was like my dream, but my father wouldn't have it. For some reason, he thought it was too dangerous, which pretty much broke my heart. But I defied him. I would go out to that barn, and I would tie anything I could find to the halter of one of those big Belgian work mares piece of string, baling twine, a belt, anything I could get. I would lead them into a stall. I would climb the wooden slats on the side of the stall and hop onto that big mare's back. Then I'd back her out of the stall and turn around and off we'd go. And that is how I got my sea legs as a horseback rider. When I was older and I got married, we moved to that farm. And I was very lucky in that I was able to raise, ride, break, and race racehorses, Thoroughbred racehorses, for 32 years. It was a wonderful experience. This experience and a love of riding led me to become the author of the multiple award-winning Nikki Luttrell and Thea McKee, Horse Racing Mysteries. In my newest book, The Travels of Quinn, I step away from, from horse racing and I actually use the beautiful Gypsy Vanners in this mystery thriller. They become pretty much the salvation of a heroine who is very troubled and very much in danger. Born into an Irish-American crime family, Quinn O'Neill loves the thrill of a good con until she finds herself the victim of one. Quinn soon becomes the prime suspect in a brutal murder. The very talent she hoped to leave behind may now be all she has to save her life. As a child, And because people so often ask me this question, what was your favorite book as a child? And hands down, it was The Black Stallion um, by Walter Farley. His his books inspired me and they set a theme that wound up being in every single one of my novels. And that theme is chasing the dream, fighting the odds and helping the helpless. This is The Travels of Quinn. And I want to wish everybody a very happy holidays. And I hope each and every single one of you will stay safe um, and be well. Bye.
11: Hi, everyone. It's Laurie Burgley. I'm the author of the Equestrian Romance Series, which consists of three books, Where the Bluegrass Grows, Kicking On, and Taking Off. I first want to start out by wishing you all a happy holiday season. I know that this year has been challenging to say the least, and uh, difficult for so many, both professionally and personally. So as you can see, I'm in my office. Behind me is my Pride and Joy. It is my custom bookshelf that we had built. Uh, It was one of the first things we did when we moved into the farm. So I want to talk to you today about my favorite childhood horse book. Okay, I love this one. (laughs) This is Star of Shadowbrook Farm by Joanna Campbell. As you can see, it's very well loved. I kid you not when I say I have probably read this more than a hundred times, like I really have. This thing has been around for many years. The reason I love this book is because I really related to the main character. So this is a young adult book, by the way. And Joanna Campbell is also the author of the Thoroughbred series, if that sounded familiar. So I really related to the main character. Her name is Susan. In the, uh, the beginning of the book, she's in ninth grade, and she is very, very tall for her age. I was tall for my age, and so she's kind of just, she just feels a little awkward, she's shy, she doesn't have a lot of friends, but the moment she gets around horses, she comes alive, she's comfortable, just like all of us horse girls. And the main horse is Star, who is a young thoroughbred gelding, so if you know me, follow me on social media you know I am thoroughbred, obsessed. This book was just absolute magic for me. And so now I'll talk a little bit about my books. So the first one is Molly Sorensen's book. Uh, She's the main character. She's a writer and she decides to take the summer off and go to Lexington, Kentucky to spend the summer with her best friend Macy. And there's lots of horses and lots of romance. And the second book, Kicking On, this is Macy's story. So Macy is a supporting character in the first book and in the second book, she is the main character. Uh, she has a personal tragedy unfortunately in the beginning of the book that brings her back to Maryland. And so this is just kind of about her learning to grow and learning to, to live again and love again after what she's been through. And last but not least, taking off is Aaron's story. Erin is also a supporting character in the other two books. And this is her book where she's the main character. She makes some career changes and she kind of just learns that you're never too old to chase a dream. And so this takes place mostly in Virginia. So here you have my three in the equestrian romance series. Don't forget, horse books make great Christmas gifts. And so I hope that you guys have a wonderful holiday season. I also wanted to show you this little guy, my little fox. This is my new logo so if you see him trying around he's going to be all over my social media on instagram i'm
17: marilyn equestrian so look out for this little guy thanks hi, hi i'm ray rankin award-winning author of cowgirl lessons cowgirl christmas and cowgirl and the ghost horse this is my daughter's horse honey's diva she is a purebred arabian elizabeth rides her in a variety of disciplines including western dressage fun fact about diva She was born completely chestnut and she's walking away. One of my favorite books as a child growing up was the story of the black stallion. I've loved horse books all my life, but there is something special about the black stallion, the Arabian, and Arabians are now part of my life. So coming back around, I just want to say have a wonderful holiday and don't forget horse books make great gifts.
18: Hi, I'm Laura Hess author of the Holidays series. I use the holidays and my love of horses as the inspiration behind all the books from One Frosty Christmas to The Great Pumpkin Ride, A Philly Called Easter, Independence and Valentino. Whether you're teen or young adult or middle grade or something like me over 50, a little bit silver-haired, uh, there's something for everyone in these stories. They're based on my time spent volunteering with a local therapeutic riding association. I was inspired by the horses and the volunteers and mostly the clients. One Frosty Christmas is about a handicapped girl's move to a small town, where she tries to befriend a frost Mustang who's lost all its faith in human beings. And in the meantime, she finds friendship and love and inspiration along the way. It is a heartwarming tale. Horse books make a wonderful Christmas gift. They are a journey. They are filled with action, adventure, growing up, coming of age, fulfilling your dreams. National Velvet was my favorite movie growing up. It was the one that I remember the most. Just this girl's struggle to raise this horse and train it fulfill her dreams of becoming an international jump rider. It was so exciting. I was on the edge of my seat. Like a lot of people who love horses, my parents didn't own a farm, and they knew nothing about horses. There was, they were city people. And I talked them into buying my first horse when I was 11. He fulfilled my dream growing up of owning a horse, and I grew up because of it. And I know I became a much better person. Oh, I don't know how to even, some days I can't describe it because I was so lucky and so fortunate. So, you know, try a horse book out this holiday season. You might find your dreams fulfilled and set you off on a different course in life or find something that just amazes you and gives you that aha moment. In the meantime, it's a tough time in the world. So I wanna wish you peace and wellness from my family to yours. God bless this holiday season.
17: Hi, my name is Julie Campbell. I write under the name J. A. Campbell. Many of my books are horse-based. I've been a horse lover since I was a child. I've been riding horses since before I could remember. I do endurance riding, which is long-distance trail riding, and it has definitely inspired some of my some of my stories. Uh, my probably my all-time favorite horse book would be *The Black Stallion* by Walter Farley. It's a really fantastically written book. It speaks so deeply to that, to what people feel with horses, and it really just ignites something in people when they read that book. And I think that's probably why it's one of my favorites. It's just, it reflected that deep-seated love of horses that I've always had. Uh, I'll leave you by saying that we really appreciate your time
19: today, and don't forget, but horse books make great holiday gifts. Hi. Candace Carabas here. I'm the author of The Horse Caller, Book One, The Roar Smoke, A Book of the Melbourne, The Witting Woman novellas, and The Dream Horse Mysteries. And I'd like to share with you today my favorite Christmas memory. It was back uh, when I was about 12 and uh, I had been wanting a horse forever for as long as I could remember and probably as long as my parents could remember. It was all I asked for on my birthday or Christmas or any, any event that there might be a gift for. And I never got that horse, but I had been taking riding lessons and uh, riding a lot of different horses. And one in particular was this gray off the track thoroughbred named Royal Egyptian. That was her registered name. I called her Sasha. And every Christmas, my cousins, when they would come for Christmas dinner, would say, Hey, what'd you get for Christmas? A horse? You know, it got to be a joke because of course I said no. So this particular year, I woke up, and uh, gosh, the the house just felt different, and usually my brother and I woke up before our parents, and uh, you know, we we would go open our stockings and and then wait for our parents to get up, but my mom was already puttering around the kitchen, I could tell, and my father and my brother weren't even in the house, and so I went downstairs and I asked my mom, where's dad? And she said, oh, oh, he forgot to buy something which I accepted at the time, but when I think back there was no place for him to go at dawn on Christmas morning to go buy something at that time where we lived. But anyway, I went with it and a little while later my brother came in and he said, you need to come outside and look at something. And So I was thinking, wow, this morning is just getting weirder. And here I was in my pajamas and robe and slippers and it was cold out and he threw his coat over my shoulders and I walked out and there's this gigantic horse van in the, in the driveway, and, you know, my heart leapt into my throat with, with hope. I walk around to the side where they had the ramp down, and my dad's grinning, and this wonderful older gentleman, they had somehow convinced to do this on Christmas morning, he was grinning, and uh, I look up, and inside the van is this gray off-the-track thoroughbred that I called Sasha. Just bobbing her head as if to say, hey, Merry Christmas. And, I mean, I started to cry, and uh, she was wrapped up just like a Christmas present somehow. My mom, I'm sure, had found a, a green blanket that was trimmed in red. I didn't even know what to say. I was beyond thrilled and excited and happy, not only that I had a horse of my own, but it was this horse that I had been dreaming of for months and months and months. So of course, they took her back to the stable and uh, we went inside. And later, my cousins came for Christmas dinner and said, what did you get for Christmas, dollars? And I was able to say, yes. That's my favorite Christmas memory. I hope you have plenty of your own and make new ones this year. I'd like to remind you that horse books make great gifts. This is one of mine, the Dream Horse Mysteries. And if you pick up the free prequel to this, you'll see an echo of the story I just told uh, right at the end of that story. Happy holidays.
0: I am the author of the In the Rain series. It's a three book series. It's a story of mystery, suspense, and romance. Enter Handsome Cowboy as a woman returns to her country roots and rediscovers her passion for horses. I wanted to share with you today my favorite holiday ornaments we do something special every time we bring a new fur baby into our family and we buy them an ornament the year they come to our herd so i wanted to show you sissy's ornament this is a little you know trophy and we write on the back the date the year and whose it is last year we were so blessed to have tanner come into our family and i found this ornament of a buckskin. So this is Tanner's first holiday ornament. And then this one is really special to me. When I was a little girl, I had a Palomino uh, and my mom got me this Christmas gift. So it's a little girl with her Palomino horse and her name was Missy. As you can see behind me, my tree is loaded with horsey Christmas ornaments. It's my favorite thing. Got a cowboy Santa over my shoulder there. So happy holidays from the authors of your favorite horse books. Don't forget to gallop over to our little horsey holiday quiz in the show notes. Link is below to get in the running for all of those horsey goodies. Thank you to the authors of Horses, Hearts and Havoc for sponsoring this special edition podcast episode. Merry Christmas.